Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And here's your host. She once auditioned for a Chinese musical playing the part of a man, Dr. Grace Lee. Hello, and welcome once again to another episode of Career Revisionist. I'm glad to be talking today about leadership. So what do you hear, what do you think of when you hear the word leader or people who ask you, are you a leader? Do you want to be a leadership? How do you feel about leadership? I mean, I think it's a shame that most often when that word is used, when we are teaching people to become leaders, it's always in the context of a business. So you think about a good leader, you know, they're the ones that have, they own a business or they're an entrepreneur solving big problems in the world and they're making a ton of money when they're doing so and they have these teams working for them and and they, you know, it, it, I mean, that's, that's the picture we have of, of leaders and a lot of blogs that talk about leadership are talking to those entrepreneurs, those business owners who have decided to, in their career, to run a business and to scale a business. And the other way that we often think about leadership is when when we think about those people in the C-suite of a business. So in other words, chief executive officers or chief marketing officers, the, the C-suite is the C-level positions and they're the VP levels and they're the ones that are making the important decisions about the future of a company. So they're the ones that have worked up the corporate ladder and now they're leading the whole team beneath them and they are just in charge of the company's, the future direction and the revenue that the company brings. So we think about those people as, as leaders. And so I think the effect of that, conversations around leadership, the effect of that is when when most of us think about becoming a leader, it kind of leads us to feel that in order to be a leader, in order to have leadership and to be familiar, familiar with leadership, we kind of have to have these fantastic accomplishments, something big and huge in order to be considered a leader. And I think that more often than not, that really prevents us and limits us from moving forward in our careers. And here's what I believe. I mean, you can be a leader in your career. I mean, it's not leadership is not only reserved for people who are VPs, for people on, in the C-suite, or for people who own businesses or scale businesses. Leadership not, is not just reserved for them. Did you know that you can be a leader in your own career? You can be a leader in your life. You can be a leader in your family. That leadership is equally as impactful and, and important. Okay, so I just wanted to lead with that and encourage you to look at leadership in a different light. And so today what I wanted to talk about was what are the good qualities of a good leader, right? And some fundamental beliefs that you need to have to be that leader in your career. And when I'm talking about being a leader in your career, what I'm talking about is being able to do what you love you know, and being and doing what you're great at, having fulfillment and satisfaction in your life and the success that you want, that you've defined for yourself, what success means, being able to achieve that, being on the journey to achieve that and having meeting your goals progressively. That's what a career leader is. 
right? That's what a career, that's what career leadership looks like. So today I want to talk about what are the qualities of a good leader in a career? Okay, so quality number one, this is like, these are like seven fundamental beliefs as well. Belief number one is that they believe in their mission. It means that they have a plan. Well, first of all, if you believe in your mission, it means you know what your mission is, right? In order to, in, and in order to know what your mission is, you have to know what you want in your career. You know what you want and you have a plan for it. You, 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 the mission is really your how, the how, how you're going to get to what you want, right? So you have a plan to achieve your mission and your career and, and you believe in your plan, right? So that is a good leader, is someone who knows what they want, right? They also know where they're going and why they want to do this, right? They know their vision, the, the vision for their career. And then from that, you develop your mission, which is how, how you're going to get there. So that's what career leaders do. They develop these things. They have clarity on these things. And then they have a plan to achieve their mission and they believe in their life mission. And that's the first quality of a good leader is that they believe in their life mission. Right. And this is this is fundamental. And the reason why this is fundamental, if you look at if there there is a book out there called Extreme Ownership, and it was written by a leader in the Navy SEALs. Right. And so he he wrote two books, actually, but Extreme Ownership was the first one. And one of his one of the fundamental qualities that makes a good leader in the Navy SEALs. And again, as you know, the Navy SEALs, especially the leaders that are leading their squads into the most dangerous war-stricken communities in the world, they are making life and death choices. They're making life and death decisions. And their team is depending on their wisdom and their discernment. And so one of the qualities he listed that's, that is fundamental to being a good leader is belief, belief in the mission. And of course, if you're a Navy SEAL, the mission is involves life and death decisions it's a life and death mission right so they change lives in that way right but if it's your career of course it's not life and death but if it's your career it is impact right it is impact you're going for there is impact it's not impactful in the way that liberation from war and liberation from slavery or whatever they're what 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 um Navy SEALs are fighting for is not the same type of impact, but it is impact, right? You're affecting lives. You're changing your lives. You're becoming a better person in the process. So there's impact there. So your mission is how you're going to get to where you want to go. And believing in the mission is absolutely paramount in, to, in becoming a good leader. The second belief is that a good career leader, what they have is that they take extreme ownership of everything that happens in their world. And this what extreme ownership is, and again, I'm, I'm, this is, this is a, a, from that book, Extreme Ownership from Navy SEALs, what it means is that there's no one else and there's nothing else to blame. So taking extreme ownership means knowing that everything that you have right now is a result of your decisions and how you acted upon those decisions. And there's nothing else to blame. Nothing else and no one else. And it's, I mean, it's quite, it's quite easy to blame other things. Like, for example, oh, the only reason why I'm in this position in my job and I can't get out of it is because the economy is not very great right now. Or there just aren't that many opportunities. Or this season of the year aren't, isn't when people are hiring. So that is 
blaming something, right? Blaming someone, someone would be like blaming your boss or a colleague or a hiring manager who screwed up your 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 application or something like that, right? But taking extreme ownership means that you you own everything that happens in your world. And when you do that, when you step up into that leadership, that's when you really are in control. Because as soon as you blame someone and something, what ends up happening is that you are giving power to that other thing. And when, But when you take ownership of it, you take that power back. And that gives you not just the motivation, but the persistency you need to carry out your mission. So taking extreme ownership of everything that happens in your world is also a monumental, a fundamental quality of a good leader in their career. Okay, number three is that a good career leader, they see every failure as a win. Because failure means that you're growing. It means that you've gone through some new experiences. Because you cannot encounter failure. You cannot fail if you haven't gone through some experience and gained some knowledge. Right? If you're not failing, if you're not, if there's no failure in your life at all, and you're just not experiencing failure anywhere in your life, it means that you're not trying anything new, right? Because how else can you fail if you're only doing things that you're familiar with and things that you know and things that you're, you're already good at? That's staying in your comfort zone. Failure only happens when you go outside of it and you go through some new experiences, you do you start to do something you've never done before, or you start to do something in a way you've never done, be- not never done before, and then that is the only way you can experience failure. So a good career leader experiences failure because they're doing they're having new experiences and and gaining new knowledge, and they see these failures as a win. They see failure for what it really is, and that is an opportunity for improvement. Failure is a feedback to say that something's not working, right? Something you tried wasn't working and it's an opportunity to iterate on it, to ask yourself the important questions, to iterate what you're doing to make sure that it does work. So a failure is a win because it gives you that opportunity to improve and it gives you the feedback so that you can be a better person in the process. So it is a win. And it teach, and it's it's what t- failure teaches us. That's more important than the setbacks, if that makes sense. Okay, so number four is that they see their age as a secret weapon instead of an obstacle. So I can't I can't remember how many times I've had people come to me and they say, you know, I've been having this nagging feeling that I need a career change, that this is not for me anymore. But I think it's too late because I'm too old now. I'm, it's too old for me. It's too late for me to ne- learn new things or to start from scratch right now at my age. It's just not possible. Or they talk about ageism, right? The feeling that I would change my career, but if I tried to, no one would hire me because I am an older applicant. So a career leader is someone who sees their age as a secret weapon instead of an obstacle, because it's an indication that they have experience, right? You get better, your skills get better, you hone them, the older you become. And that is an advantage you have over over younger people, 
is that you have that experience. You have that, you've, you've mastered the skill of the balancing act of your life. You have more responsibilities as you get older. And because you have more responsibilities, you've learned over time how to manage your time and how to balance all of these important responsibilities that you wouldn't have in your younger years, right? So the thing about the way people see you, and I understand that ageism can be true. I mean, I, I'm not denying that. There are people out there that I'm sure there are hiring people out there. There are employers out there who are unfair and they do, they do exhibit ageism. That, that is a possibility, just like racism is a possibility and exists. It's real. I, I get that. But I'm, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it is not 100% of the cases because really the way people see you is not through their eyes. People see you through your eyes. So it is a mirror of how you see yourself. So a career leader sees themselves, their age, as their secret weapon, as their asset. So when you see yourself that way, the energy that you exhibit changes. It's different. It's empowering. It is self-respecting. And other people see you through your eyes. So if you, if you focus instead on what your what your age has given you in terms of experience that gives you a new lens, a more beneficial lens to look through. Okay, number five. Career leaders think of themselves as a premium product of their own company. So they're able to articulate exactly what makes them unique. And when I say that they think of themselves as a product of their own company, I'm not, I don't mean that they're entrepreneurs or they own a company. It, it's, not, it's not like that. The company is you, right? Because you are CEO of you incorporated. The company is you and the product is you. You are the product of your own company. And you're not just any product. You are a premium product. So go out and articulate exactly what makes you unique. Right. And a career leader, they're specialists with mastery in one area, but they never stop learning new skills. And so they learn new skills and they stay relevant in the ever-changing work economy. So if you think of yourself as a premium product, how do you treat a premium product? In order for it to remain premium product status, you have to always make improvements. Right? And how do, you make, how do companies make improvements on their products? They get feedback from their best clients, from their ideal customers about what's changing. They get feedback from the marketplace, their, their relevant marketplace on what, what needs are changing in the marketplace and how do you adapt that product, change that product to adapt. Same thing with you. If you're the product, how do you adapt to that industry marketplace that you're a specialist in? And what makes you unique? What are the skill stacks that you have that make you unique? And how do you articulate that uniqueness? Number six, career leaders, they know that success builds upon success. And this is actually a very freeing concept because success is not an event. It is a process. So if you have experienced one success before in your life, in one area of your life, you know that you can do it again. If you've had career success before, if you've had achievements before in your, in, in, in your career, you know you can do it again. But if you have tried something and you're finding that I'm not achieving success, the right 
mentality to use as a career leader is that I'm not having success yet because the, the journey is not over yet. You try again. You iterate and you try again. You're a premium product. So how do you adapt and try again? Right. Failure is when failure is when you when you when you come up with something and it doesn't quite work out and you give up. That is true failure. Anything outside of that is not failure because you can't judge whether or not you've succeeded or failed based on only one event. Right. And oftentimes if things when things happen in your life, they don't necessarily make sense as they're happening. You wonder why that happened and why it just feels so out of the blue or something irrelevant to what you're trying to get at or relevant to your goals. But when you look at experiences you've had in the past, that is then that you can connect the dots and you realize that thing that happened to me before, at the time it was happening, I was truly disappointed and I was really upset. But now that I look back on it, I realize that because that thing happened, because it happened, that's when I was able to do X, Y, Z or ABC. Right? So you're able to connect the dots looking backwards. And that's why being able to experience one event that was either success or failure, it cannot determine whether or not you've had career success or failure based on just one event. Because your entire career you know, is a lifetime expression of who you are is made up of a sum total of all your years and your days. So how can you say whether or not one success or failure determines the outcome of your whole career? And the good thing about it is that one success stacks upon another. So if you've had one success, then you, then you guide your actions. How do you get the next success? And you stack upon that and you keep stacking upon that. And it creates this ad- additive effect of successes. And it's called success stacking. And when you stack your successes, the whole journey becomes fulfilling. The whole journey becomes a success. So career leaders know that success builds upon one another, right? Like dominoes. You have a domino in the front, you knock it over, and the whole series of dominoes falls. And so success, achieving that success in the journey is looking for what is that leading domino that I can knock over so that all the other dominoes fall as well. Lastly, number seven, career leaders know that the journey isn't over yet. I touched upon it just now that success is a journey. It's not an event. So if something didn't quite turn out or you didn't quite meet a goal that you had been hoping for by now, you haven't met it. And this was the deadline you had set for for yourself. You know that the journey is not over yet and that this experience you're having of not meeting the goal yet or not accomplishing something that you had set out to accomplish yet is just a journey and it's an opportunity to get that feedback and to ask yourself what isn't working what worked and what wasn't working and for what worked can I do more of that can I amp that up and for what wasn't working how can I change that so that it works or is it something that I need to replace with something else so part of the journey is having that self-reflection but the motivation for the self-reflection comes from knowing that the journey is not over yet so i hope this helped and this was again a a summary of seven fundamental beliefs that make up the qualities of a good leader so if you want to be a great leader a good leader in your career 
this are consider these seven fundamental beliefs. So guys, thank you again for listening to another episode of Career Revisionist. I invite you to subscribe to my channel on careerrevisionist.com. I am on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. And if, and if you prefer to listen on another platform, just visit careerrevisionist.com and choose your favorite platform. Give me a review as well on, on iTunes or other platforms. Your reviews are very important to me. If you have any questions, you can also submit them in a review. I read every single one of the reviews and I'm always happy to answer questions from my listeners. So thank you again. And I look forward to hanging out with you in my next podcast. <laughs>